At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio with your host, Sheriff Joe Bags. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to another edition of Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Audible, and with over 480,000 titles to choose from, you can get a free download right now as well as a free month of Audible. All you need to do is go to www.audibletrial.com slash Showcase. I am your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags, laying down the law for you guys, and I've got kind of a, an interesting episode for you guys. I, I, you guys know that I, I may not be the biggest guy into rumors. I am not really a fan, kind of like mock drafts. I'm just not really that into it, uh, but this offseason, I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach to these, and basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over what I'm seeing and that is going to include mock drafts. Not yet, though, because it is still only February. Uh, but right now, I'm going to take a look at some some rumors in this episode, and we're going to look at those, and I'm going to give you kind of my thoughts on those and uh, tell you guys how legitimate I think these potentially could be. Uh, before we get into that, we're going to go into some news and notes, though. We got some Rams coaching changes for you guys. The Rams have hired Wes Phillips as the new tight end coach, Wes Phillips is Wade Phillips' son, so we got some family going on in the Rams coaching staff. Shane Waldron will move from tight end coach and passing game coordinator to quarterback coach and passing game coordinator. Obviously, the passing or the uh, the quarterback coach position vacated by Zach Taylor, who is now the Bengals' head coach. Uh, and that's all for the coaching changes right now. Uh, the Rams uh, do intend on hiring an assistant quarterback coach for Waldron, though. Uh, Rams defensive back coach Aubrey Pleasant was interviewed by the Bengals and uh, under Zach Taylor there for their defensive coordinator position, but no second interview was set and the Bengals have been pretty transparent about their favorites and that list does not include Aubrey Pleasant, so it looks like Pleasant is safe for the 2019 season. Uh, Next up, the Rams 2018 draft class actually ranked last in the NFL this season. And uh, this should not cause any concerns. Basically, what happened here is none of the rookies really played. There wasn't a whole lot of participation from any rookie. Of course, the the Rams' top pick, Joseph Nopum, did see a little bit of time. Uh, But other than that, outside of that, there really wasn't any participants from the Rams' rookie class uh, anywhere. So so, uh, no surprise there. Uh, and also, just a heads up for you guys, the Rams currently sit at 15th in cap space with $32.4 million. This is, of course, uh, not including the, the the salary cap increase that we will surely see. Uh, so keep an eye out on that one. I will, get, I will keep you guys updated on all of that. Uh, now we're going to take a look. Addressing the rumor mill. This is some stuff that I'm seeing around, and 
Uh, again, this is not something that I normally would go, to, go into, but I feel like taking a different approach to this, not just letting you guys know what the rumors are, uh, but letting you know why maybe the Rams should do this and maybe why the Rams should not do this. So we're going to go ahead and hop right in. There is a rumor right now that the Rams could potentially trade for Antonio Brown, wide receiver of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why they should? The Rams have shown that they are not afraid to make big name moves. With a lack of points in the Super Bowl, the Rams could look to add even more firepower. And there's no denying Antonio Brown's talent. Why they should not? Well, this particular rumor is not logical. The Rams would be giving up too much. Realistically, the Rams would only need to offer maybe two draft picks for AB. This rumor would have the Rams a laughing stock of the NFL. This current rumor is Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Joyner, and Peters for Antonio Brown. Or some some rumors, I've seen this in different capacities, including one or more of these players. Uh, but would likely just be draft picks. But the Rams would, if that were the case, would likely need to utilize 2020 draft picks as the Rams do not have a second or a third round pick in this class due to trades last offseason. Next rumor, signing HaHa Clinton Dix or Earl Thomas and not bringing back LaMarcus Joyner. Why they should? Well, the Rams have shown a lack of commitment to Joyner and could be looking to replace him, especially with a veteran presence. Why they should not? Well, Dix is a strong safety, much like John Johnson, so he wouldn't even be replacing Joyner. Thomas is now getting much older and coming off of a major injury. I think that bringing back LaMarcus Joyner would be better than signing either of these two. But keep an eye on the name Trey Boston being tied to the Rams. That is, that is very realistic. Uh, next rumor here, bringing back running back C.J. Anderson. Yes, of course, this is still a rumor right now. We do not have any any hard details or hard facts on what the Rams are going to do with the running back. Why they should? Well, the Rams' run game was helped by C.J. Anderson, and he has shown that he can still be a productive back in this league. Why they should not? C.J.'s presence has looked like it has been beneficial, but could be the reason we are seeing Todd not thriving, and thus the Rams' offense not thriving. C.J. is a starting caliber back and will likely pull that attention and money from a running back needy team who is willing to pay him more than the Rams are willing to pay for an RB2. Todd Gurley performs his best when he's the Rams' workhorse, not when he's sharing the backfield. And that's something that we saw throughout the playoffs. Of course, the Dallas game, he did perform really well, but then uh, the Rams couldn't get anything going on the ground for the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, and I think that that had something to do with it. Uh, Sean McVay on the hot seat. This is a rumor that I've been seeing, believe it or not. And uh, all I have here is uh, not even a little bit. Stop this. Sean McVay took the Rams to the Super Bowl. He is not on the hot seat. His seat is about as warm as either of the times that the Rams spent in Colorado this past season, which was week six against the Broncos. And then uh, before that Monday night football game against the Chiefs when they had planned to go to to, to Mexico, but they spent some time in uh, my beautiful hometown of Colorado Springs. And they arrived, it was about 15 degrees that day, and of course in week 6 it was about 20 degrees for the high for that game. So that's how hot his seat is. Very cold. Uh, the next rumor up here is the Rams should trade running back Todd Gurley. Why they should? Uh, fans have loved the emergence of CJ and Todd's last two games have looked a little rough, causing fans to question A, Todd's overall health, and B, his commitment to this team. Why they should not do this trade. The Rams have just given Todd Gurley a massive contract, and he's still an MVP caliber back. 
In order to trade Gurley, the Rams would see a $16.8 million uh, dead cap hit and would ultimately cost the Rams $7.6 million just to move him. No money would be saved in this move. The Rams do have a potential out of Todd Gurley's contract in 2022 where they would have $4.2 million in dead space uh, but would ultimately save $10 million to cut or trade him. But only in the offseason of 2022, Todd Gurley will be a Ram for at least the next three seasons. You can mark my words on that one. I feel 100% confident saying that to you guys. And uh, next is Andrew Whitworth will will retire and the Rams will bring in another big name left tackle. First of all, this is uh, easily a rumor. We do not have a decision on Whitworth yet. Whitworth is has publicly announced that he plans to have a decision made by March 13th, which is the start of the new league year. If he should return, uh, he is a strong veteran presence on the O-line, and this could ensure that the Rams have the same starting five from all 19 games they played in 2018 heading into 2019, which will be pretty interesting. On the flip side of that, Whitworth has shown some inconsistencies. Some days he's a brick wall, like against the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs, and others he's just a turnstile, like he was in the Super Bowl. At his age, another 19 or 20 game season could be too much for him to play at a high level all year long. Uh, the Rams' first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, Joseph Noteboom, played well when he was uh, when he was called upon for the 2018 season, and there is no evidence to support that he wouldn't do it at least a decent job as a full-time starter. Although a shift of Havenstein to left tackle and Noteboom to right tackle is not out of the question, pending Whitworth's decision. Again, all these rumors, guys, these are just rumors. This is not something that is is for sure going to happen or for sure not going to happen. I want to make that clear as well. Uh, we do not know is the point. But you guys know how I am, and you guys, I feel like we've got this good dynamic going. If you guys want the rumors, there are plenty of other Rams podcasts, plenty of Rams websites, Facebook pages, Twitter pages that will cover this stuff for you. Uh, for Ram Showcase, what you get out of Ram Showcase, the podcast, the Facebook pages, everything is facts you get the news and anything you you see posted on there or you hear me talking about here uh, obviously aside from this segment is facts and that's the way that i like to run it here if you guys want those uh you guys there's plenty of places to go and uh that's what kind of makes ram showcase a little bit different so uh kind of breezed through that first bit for you guys and on the other half I do have more fan quesos first fan quesos of the off season so you're not going to want to go anywhere For the latest news, player updates, and information, go to Elite NFC West. The team at Elite brings a mixture of personalities to the table. With Smitty's live Q&As, you get the chance to have your football questions personally answered right there on the spot, as well as throw down with some of the most knowledgeable admins of each team in the West. From video blogs to stats, prediction, historical facts, and yes, even trash talk, Elite NFC West has you covered. Like us on Facebook today and represent. Now is the time to get your voice heard. Sports War Radio is now accepting applications for driven and knowledgeable sports fans who want to start their very own podcast about their favorite team. Sports War Radio has an international audience and is growing fast. Don't miss the chance to become the go-to news source for your favorite team. Email sportswarradio at gmail.com and tell us why you would be a great addition to our team. Sports War Radio. Let the battle begin.
This program is simulcast on WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Go to ratpacksports.com for more information. Welcome to Sports War Radio, the premier all-encompassing sports radio talk on the web. Sports War Radio has something for every fan of every sport. Get the fan perspective on all the news surrounding your favorite teams. Don't miss any of the action. Follow Sports War Radio on Twitter and Facebook. Catch all of the action at Spreaker.com slash Sports War Radio. Remember, folks, Sports War Radio. Let the battle begin. And now back to the Rams Showcase with your host, Sheriff Joe Baggs. Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. If you guys have not already, make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media outlets. It's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Rams Showcase. We're going to go ahead and hop into some fan quesos. We got some solid ones here for you guys. This first one here comes from Aaron. Aaron wants to know, uh, well, let's see here. It says, hey, oh, but I mean, let me find the question here. Would love to know how much of a retiring player salary goes against the cap. Uh, from my understanding, Aaron, and I really, I, this could be wrong. And I, I'm going to do some fact checking for you if I can and hopefully get you a, a real answer soon. Uh, but from my understanding, if a player retires, uh, he is not on the books for, for that team anymore. And basically what happens is he has to pay back the team anything for a prorated uh, amount of his signing bonus, unless he hasn't gotten that. Uh, but it all is on the timing. So if, you know, if he waits until August to retire, he's got a decent amount to pay back. Uh, but like with Andrew Whitworth, which is I'm, I'm assuming who you're going to be talking about here, if Andrew Whitworth retires right at the start of the new league year, that money just drops off and, and Whitworth is right now the second highest paid Ram. So that, that salary cap would definitely take a jump, uh, for the Rams. Uh, but it's all in bonus money. It's, uh, but the, the money that's under the contract that would be game checks, all that just falls off. Uh, to my understanding, if anybody else knows or wants to correct this, please do. You guys can leave comments anywhere. If it's just on, on the, the podcast itself on Spreaker. If you're listening on Facebook or Twitter or anything, if I'm wrong, please let me know. I'm okay with being wrong. Uh, I just want to get it right for you guys. Uh, this next one comes from Jesse. Rams are old news. We want Fleet Showcase. Uh, and Jesse, has, I'm definitely on the Fleet train, and the AAF was super exciting last week, and I watched all four games. I thought it was awesome. Of course, I had to to rewatch the the Orlando game because it was at the same time as my fleet, but, uh, it was pretty good stuff. And, um, you know, Atlanta's going down this week, so go fleet. And also honorary captain. I, I didn't even put this in the first half. Honorary captain for the fleet's home opener is actually Rams linebacker, Corey Littleton. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, out of Rams free agents, who do you have staying and who gets the franchise tag? So, uh, for a full list, Jesse, of who I think is staying and who I think is going, you can listen to last week's episode. 
I went through every single Rams free agent and let you know if I thought they were staying or if I thought they were going. And I also gave some names of potential cut candidates. Um, so I, I went pretty in-depth on that last week. Uh, so you can take a look at that. As far as a franchise tag, I could see a couple of guys getting the franchi- franchise tag. Uh, I could see Dante Fowler. I could see, well, Neil, maybe not Dante Fowler. He is expected to test the open market. I could absolutely see Roger Saffold getting the franchise tag. Uh, outside of that, maybe LaMarcus Joyner again if the Rams are unable to uh, to find a replacement for him. But I'm not totally sold that the Rams are going to use the franchise tag this year. Uh, really thinking that Saffold and Joyner could be the only real candidates for this uh, for the Rams this year. So I'm I'm not totally sold that they will use it, but I would say that those two are potential guys that could get it. Uh, Jesse also says, uh, follow-up question, of all the NFL free agents, who can you see coming in to fill those needs? Um, there's, I mean, there's a big list of free agents right now, and it is still February. So we have seen a couple of moves, uh, but the free agency pool is not yet what it's going to be. We're still going to see some cuts. We're still going to see a lot of movement, and we're also going to see some guys that are listed as free agents right now that just get extensions and don't ever actually hit the market. So I'm holding off on that right now, and uh, basically I'm seeing a couple of names that I think would excite me and would kind of get me fired up. Uh, Jason Verrett, Trey Boston, and uh, Jadavian Clowney are three names that I'm kind of keeping an eye on, and we'll kind of see what happens, but... Uh, you know, last offseason, this the, this Rams team showed that they are not totally afraid of going and getting big names. And uh, the Rams' outside pass rush was definitely a cause for concern. They they made the move for Fowler, but he may not return. So I think Clowney could potentially be a guy that the Rams look at for sure, and especially if the, the Sioux contract falls off as well, which is expected to at $14 million. Uh, he's not currently under contract for 2019. So uh, the Rams do have some money that that they can spend. Um, it doesn't look like really any offensive starters are needed, uh, but we could have some defensive starters that are needed. So that's where that money's probably going to go again, much like it did in the in last off season. Uh, but I think we're going to see some other big names. I think we're going to see some stuff. I've 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 got. I'm ready. I'm ready for this off season. I think it's going to be fun. I don't even like to really call it the off season. It's just the the time where no games are being played. We're still getting a lot of good good news and stuff, though, so this is pretty good stuff. Uh, but as far as all free agents, I'm holding out a little bit to see really who's going to be available, who's not, who's who's on that list right now that's not going to be available, and then, of course, some surprise names that will be available because we don't know all those cuts yet that those teams are about to make. Uh, next one here from MJ. Uh, regarding the articles saying trade Gurley away, all right, <laughs> you are the GM, Joe. Where do you trade him? What do we get in return? How do we replace him and with who? I'll give you an easy answer on this one, MJ. You don't trade him because if you trade him, you're still spending a lot of money. You're basically paying $7.6 million because you don't open up any cap space with this. Uh, you're spending $7.6 million just to get rid of him. And I just don't see, see that that's a logical thing. I'll play your game though, MJ. I'll play your game. Where do you trade him? What do you get in return for him? You get a top pick for him. He is absolutely a guy that you can get a first round pick for. So who would give the Rams a first round pick? That's a solid question, man. There, there is some teams that, that could use a running back. Uh, but of those teams, I think a lot of them are, are interested to look at this free agency pool. So I'm not totally sure that, that a Gurley, not only the, 
it's not that he wouldn't have a market and that people wouldn't be excited for him, uh, but it, right now it's just too hard to tell who would be. But let me ease your mind, Todd Gurley's not going anywhere. He will 100% be a Ram for the 2019 season and for the 20 season and for the 21 season. Like He's not going anywhere, so... Uh, just just rein it in just rein it in a little bit on the girly stuff uh, but yeah these are these rumors are kind of getting out of hand and uh, I don't think that these people fully understand what it would cost for the Rams to actually get rid of Todd Gurley it just doesn't make any sense you don't want to pay to lose this guy you know what I mean I just I just don't get it anyway uh, next one here from MJ GM Joe who do you franchise tag release and resign Again, um, we went over pretty heavy last week of of who I think that the Rams are going to get rid of and who who they who they who I think they they keep. But you know, um, I'll give you a couple of names of who the Rams re-sign. I think that the Rams absolutely bring back Saffold. I think that uh, I think that Dante Fowler is a big candidate for staying. Uh, the Rams are, are probably going to bring back Ethan Westbrooks and Rameek Wilson, Malcolm Brown, Dominic Hatfield. Um, some guys like that. Morgan Fox, I can see staying for sure. Uh, who do we franchise tag? If if Saffold is being a bugger about his contracts, then you, you franchise tag him because he's the anchor of the line right now and he can't go anywhere. If, if he goes, then this Rams offensive line is much worse. If Sullivan and Whitworth retire, the Rams do have legitimate replacements for them on the roster, but I, I don't see Saffold leaving and the Rams still being one of the top offensive lines in the NFL. And who do I release? Sean Mannion. You don't really have to release him because his contract expires. Um, I don't release Mark Barron. You you have a two million in dead cap if you do that. So I rework his deal. Uh, I would get rid of Marcus Peters. Zero cap space uh, dead, and you save over nine million dollars on that one. And then I get rid of Justin Davis and Mike Thomas as well. Uh, let's see here. Next one from MJ. It is pretty well documented that I was a huge fan of UGA's linebacker Roquan Smith in last year's draft. Yes, it was, MJ. Very, very noted for sure. And I wanted him to be a Ram. Absolutely. Who wouldn't? He's amazing. Uh, Is there anyone in this draft that could go early in the first round and would fill a need for the Rams that you'd be excited about? Is there anyone that GM Joe would trade up for in this draft? I'll be completely real with you right now, 100%. I could not tell. I could not tell you right now. It's February, and I'm kind of playing playing the game. I'm I'm going with the rolling with the punches. Ask me this after the combine. I watch the combine like it's like it's a religious event. Um, I'll know more then. That's when I got really excited about a couple players last year that the Rams didn't take, and I was kind of sad about it. But it's okay because they're the ones that get paid to do this. I'm just a guy that talks about them. So uh, as of right now, I could not tell you um i i couldn't even give you like a top five players because i just i i'm not paying attention that much i'm still in free agency mode i'm well not even free agency mode yet right now i'm still in mode of of who the rams have as contracts expiring so just stay with me here guys and i, I do this every single offseason you guys and you guys always push me i gotta stay strong all right um, so no, I actually don't know yet. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see as, as time goes on, maybe there's a guy that I really like that I would love, uh, to trade up for. But if you ask me this question after the combine, I'll have an answer for you. Lance wants to know, oh, Lance is a Patriots fan. Get him guys. Uh, top free agent or player up for trade you see as a viable option for the LA Rams. Um, this is a solid question, actually, uh, Lance, this is, uh, 
there are some some players that I I could see as as viable options, and I would not be surprised to see Antonio Brown eventually become a Ram this offseason. I don't think that that's really going to happen. But last offseason, I was so adamant. I was such a jerk about it, too. Uh, like, I remember questions about, like, should the Rams trade for Keep to leave? And I was like, guys, stop it. It's not going to happen. And then, of course, it happened. And, of course, we got people saying, should the Rams sign a Dominican suit? And I was like, guys, it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter. And it happened. So I'm going to entertain these. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's simply just because of last year. But uh, I would see Antonio Brown, I think, would be a very exciting addition to this Rams team. Uh, but I'm not exactly sure he would necessarily fit just on the roster. And I would feel bad for guys like like Josh Reynolds. And of course, that's not what it's about. It's about just catching footballs and scoring touchdowns and stuff. But uh, Josh Reynolds, I think he deserves more of a role. And I just don't think he's getting enough uh, of a chance. But, you know, it's it's okay. But if the Rams made this move, it would be very exciting. Uh, but they're not necessarily any guys that I'm looking at that I'm like, holy crap, like I want this guy so bad. And I think a big part of that is right now the Rams just have a really strong roster. Even with uh, a lot of the free agents that are coming open, uh, the Rams have a lot of uh, a lot of really good players that are returning. And their core is, their nucleus is going to be in place for at least the next three, four years. So that's kind of nice as well. Uh, next one here from MJ. I've seen Rams fans say that they don't want Antonio Brown. I don't want him, do you? And what would our wide receivers look like if we picked him up? Who would we release, trade, uh, etc.? And same question for Deshaun Jackson. So, uh, do I want Antonio Brown? Yeah, he's an exciting player. He's really good. He does have legal issues right now, which is why you can get away with trading him. Not a whole lot. I think you could. I think potentially the Rams could get away with giving the 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 Steelers a fourth and Josh Reynolds for Antonio Brown. Honestly, I really think that that's a possibility right now because of Antonio Brown's legal issues. Um, but do I want him? Yeah, he's a very awesome player. And I don't, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but what, what players do in their own time is none of my business. I just, I, I just don't care necessarily. Um, so the legal issues, the only reason I care about that is because it could leak onto, onto the field where he could potentially be seeing suspensions or anything. And Deshaun Jackson, no, we don't need Deshaun Jackson. We have Brandon Cooks who brings exactly what Deshaun Jackson brings to the table uh, but he's younger and I think faster at this point in his career. Uh, but to address your question here, who would we release, trade someone away, etc.? I think Josh Brown would be at risk if uh, if the Rams were going to make a move for Antonio Brown. I feel like I'm talking really fast, guys. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, MJ again wants to know. I'm going to be GM uh, for this question. Uh, let's say we do end up trading Gurley. Okay, I'll, I'll stay with you here, MJ, but seriously, man, this guy, this conversation has to stop. We're not trading Todd Gurley. Uh, I'd say sending him to Chicago for Roquan Smith and a third round pick sounds great. I'd then re-sign CJ and Brown and invest a ton more in of training into Kelly. If also pick up a speedy uh, pass catching back from free agency or a late round in the draft. Thoughts? Um, I, I, I like CJ Anderson. I, I think that he is, you know, he brought a lot to this team for his short burst here, but, um, he's had one season over a thousand yards. I think people are kind of overvaluing him a little bit. He is a, a starter in this league, but he is not the answer at running back for, for somebody that, you know, has had Todd Gurley, who is just coming off of two kind of rough games where he just didn't get the touches. Uh, so I, I disagree with even, even entertaining the idea of, of trading Todd Gurley. 
And this is going to be hilarious to me. I think we're all going to be laughing at this in December of 2019 when Todd Gurley is, you know, back in the MVP conversation, even if it's just a mild that so many people were talking about potentially trading him and wanting to trade him. I think it's going to be ridiculous. So, um, as, as far as this goes, um, uh, and, and, you know, Malcolm Brown, I, I like a lot and I think he's going to come in as the RB2 next year. And then John Kelly is the RB3, but Todd Gurley is going to be the RB1. Um, and Brown can catch out of the backfield and so could Gurley. So I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, and my last question here, I flew by this show, guys. That's, that was on me. Well, you know what? You guys can get back to your, to your, uh, your Valentine's Day. Cause that's, that's what today is. Uh, I spent my Valentine's talking about the Rams and then I'm going to do some homework after this. Yeah. So, uh, obviously getting pretty lit over here in the, uh, in the sheriff station for <laughs> Valentine's Day. Uh, my last question here is from Jesse though. And I did warn Jesse. I did warn him on this question. Says, what do you think the Rams do with the 31st pick and can you see them using it in a trade scenario? First of all, Jesse, uh, the Rams don't even know what they're going to do with the 31st pick yet, so I can't answer this. Uh, do I see it potentially in a trade situation? Maybe, but probably not. And the reason that I say that is if the Rams move up in this draft, uh, which I don't think is likely at all, if the Rams move up in this draft, they're going to have like three picks. <laughs> so so I don't think that that's a possibility. Uh, if the Rams move back, they could jump up to like five, six picks potentially. Uh, but that's only if somebody else falls in love with a guy that they feel like can, they can get in the late first round. So uh, the reason I don't want that to happen is because under Sean McVay, we've yet to actually see a first round pick for Sean McVay. Uh, each of his two years that he's been here, the Rams have not been the holder of a first round pick. So uh, from that standpoint, I, I would like to see a first round pick because I would like to see what direction Sean McVay goes with that. We all know he's the offensive guy. He's like this offensive guru genius kid. And, you know, I say kid, he's like six years older than me, but uh, he's, you know, this offensive guru who's supposed to be this, this prodigy, basically a head coach. So does he go for offense? You know, our, our first two picks have been a tight end and a left tackle under Sean McVay. So I'd be interested to see what he does with that. Uh, but I do think that most of the attention does need to go on to the defensive side of the football. So uh, as far as what do I think that the Rams are going to do with this pick, I can't answer that. But I would guess that the Rams are going to go on the defensive side of the football here. Uh, the Rams really don't need any offensive guys right now. The Rams have pretty solid depth at every offensive position. They like... It, to the point where if any starter goes out, there's a guy behind him that I feel 100% confident in. If you're looking at the wide receiver position, the running back position, anywhere on the offensive line, the only place that I don't feel confident in the backups would be the quarterback position. And that's because Sean Mannion is terrible. I started this new hashtag. It's a hashtag Sean Mannion can GTFO. <laughs> and, and I'm going to be posting that a lot until uh, he's no longer with us because I don't want him there. Um, I don't think that if, if Jared Goff went out that anything could happen. And I've get, I've been getting some lashback on this and some people that are like, well, Sean Mannion, he's never had a chance. He's only played in preseason with backups. Well, if he can't throw an accurate pass in preseason, then why would we trust him with our starters? Why would we trust him in a real game situation? He started a game last year. Week 17, the Rams benched their starters. Of course, he was playing with backups again. He couldn't go through a progression. He can't get off of one receiver. And the defense sees this. He threw two picks in that game. 
and I, I, I know he didn't have a touchdown, um, but didn't just didn't play well. And it's not that he's not playing well because he's playing with backups. It's because he's staring at one guy and then throwing him the football or throwing it away or taking a sack. That's that's not what good quarterbacks do. He didn't. He's they, there's nothing special about Sean Mannion, and I would like to see a different backup. Honestly, I would love to see Case Keenum on the bench, not because I think we need Case Keenum. We don't. I, uh, backup quarterback is not a position we've needed for a few years now under Jared Goff, because Jared Goff has been healthy. He's been in the game. So we all talk about this. Uh, I'm doing it. I'm literally doing it right now, talking about the backup quarterback position. It's been irrelevant for two years, so I'm not too worried about it. But Sean Mannion is the only guy that's a backup that I would have any concerns about. Um, but you look anywhere else on the offensive on offensive side of the football, and we're good to go. Defense, this is where we kind of have some issues. Um, we could use some more, uh, some better starting linebackers, in my opinion. Uh, I, I don't think Abukam necessarily did a bad job, but I think he is replaceable. And uh, that's a guy who I could see being replaced by Clowney, you know, uh, but, but possibly Fowler as well if he takes off. And then in the secondary, uh, the Rams secondary kind of just looked a little weak. It, uh, especially when Tlaib was out, looked very weak with Troy Hill and Marcus Peters starting. So, uh, Marcus Peters, I just don't think fits in Wade Phillips' defense. I've said that time and time again. I'll say it here for you guys now. Uh, he is a sit back zone, read and react kind of corner, and Wade Phillips is a man up and stick to your man so he can blitz the quarterback kind of guy. And that's just not what Marcus Peters is good at. So uh, I think that the Rams are going to go defense pretty heavy, uh, not not only in the draft but it, as in free agency as well. And I think that they're going to. I think we're going to see a couple of names that you're like, why would we really worry about signing this guy? But it's going to be for depth. And then I do think we could see some potentially some big name pickups. So it's going to be fun to watch out for. But um, you know what? That is going to do it for me. And because this is a short episode, I'll go ahead and, and we'll ram it tonight for sure. You know, so we're going to go ahead and do that. But that is going to do it for me. Make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase and myself on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. And you can follow me at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Um, I really appreciate you guys spending your uh, your Valentine's Day with me. If you guys are listening to me after, then I hope you guys had an awesome Valentine's Day. And uh, go Fleet and whoever your AAF team is. I hope that they win unless they're Atlanta this week and then I don't care. Uh, but that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This is Ram Showcase on Sports Wall Radio. For those of you that aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. And you guys have a great night.
kick back Jackie and I'm starting this off The rhymes get down so nobody scoff And don't you worry cause the rhymes are rapping When game time comes we're about to die We can't sing and our dance is not pretty But we'll do our best for the team and the city So get on your feet and clap your hands Let's ram it right now with the L.A. Rams Hollywood Hanson, Dodge City Tough If you throw it my way it's gonna get rough I like to ram it as you can see Nobody likes ramming any more than me They call me Jeter, nobody dresses sweeter But under this cool is a quarterback mistreater I come from the end, looking for the sack I don't stop coming till I put him on the back This limousine with it, my moves are like dreams They call me the demon on special team I know how to rock from the toes to the head When I pull the trigger, I'll knock you dead I'm a mountain man from West VA They call me Herc and I came to play I learned long ago to ram it just right You can ram it all day and ram it all night
Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.